Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, February 27th, and we start with local news. On Friday at 9.30 p.m., the Murray County Fire Department was dispatched to Hampshire Pike for a car accident with entrapment. Responding units included Engines 22, 25, Rescue 21, Safety, Ops, Deputy, and Chief 20. Units arrived to find a driver heavily trapped and put Engine 25's tools to work, followed by Engine 22's. Rescue 21 set up the landing zone for Vanderbilt Life Flight at Station 25. One patient was airlifted in critical condition to Vanderbilt University Medical Center. The Tennessee Highway Patrol is investigating the accident. A local man is facing a murder charge in connection with the death of a Columbia woman. According to a press release from the Columbia Police Department, officers responded on Thursday, February 22nd at approximately 11.45 p.m. to a residence on Greenview Drive. Officers arrived on the scene and reportedly found Brenda Gale Hatcher, 71, bleeding and unresponsive. Attempts to revive Ms. Hatcher were unsuccessful, and she was later pronounced deceased at Murray Regional Medical Center. The Columbia Police Department obtained and served warrants on James Allen Davis, 58, for first-degree murder and aggravated assault resulting in death. Davis was transported to the Murray County Sheriff's Office and was being held pending a hearing. No court date was immediately available. Hatcher's daughter stated in an interview that her mother and Davis had been in a relationship for nearly 30 years and that family had encouraged Hatcher to split up with Davis. Education and taxes were among the main topics addressed at this year's State Eggs and Issues Breakfast. The annual breakfast, hosted by the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance, invites elected officials from the state capitol to answer questions, speak about certain bills, and the overall progress of this year's General Assembly. This year's panel featured State Senator Joey Hensley and State Representative Scott Sapicki, and was moderated by Murray Alliance President Will Evans. With Murray County's continued growth comes the increased need for infrastructure, as well as the question of how to pay for it. Representative Sapicki said there have been, there's been progress to address long-term infrastructure needs, such as securing $200 million to widen U.S. Highway 31 in Spring Hill, while other projects like widening Bear Creek Pike in Columbia continue to await funding approval. We constantly work at finding money that benefits our community. Representative Sipicki said, For growth, there is a bill I have already presented to allow half of the real estate transfer tax come back to Murray County. The rough numbers would be 7 to $8 million a year to help pay for our schools, school growth, and maintenance, he said. There is also a push to allow the county to implement an impact fee for builders on new construction as an amendment to the existing state-county powers relief act. Senator Hensley added that the state's budget for capital projects did not include a large surplus this fiscal year, which has been common over the last few years. While there is enough money to pay for existing needs, some projects will unfortunately have to remain on hold, he said. Our revenue estimates have been below what we estimated for our budget, Hensley said, so we haven't been taking in as much. We'll have to make up some money, but we're constantly looking for funds for Murray County, he said. 
Another piece of legislation is the push to put a 2% cap on annual property tax increases, which both Senator Hensley and Representative Sapicki, as well as Representative Kip Capley, who was invited to talk but not present, said could have a negative impact on Murray County, which remains one of the fastest growing counties in the state. With high growth counties like Murray County, that's going to put a big financial strain on us, Sapicki said. But this doesn't mean the Murray County Commission cannot come back to the people of Murray County and make their case to raise taxes more than 2%. Then it goes to a referendum of the people who we work for. It's your ultimate decision because you are the ones who are going to have to pay for it, he said. Last year, the state implemented its new third grade retention law, which was designed to address early education reading and comprehension levels. After its first year in effect, Representative Sipicki said the retention data shows that Tennessee's literacy rate is currently at 40 percent, which is 10 percent growth over the last two years. And while improvement is a good thing, the numbers are still far below where they should be, he emphasized. We are the highest growing state in the country, especially coming out of COVID, Sapicki said. But still, 40 percent is not acceptable with 60 percent of our kids not on the right level. Our literacy in the eighth grade drops to around 22%, and in high school, it drops into the teens. That's our state right now, he said. Representative Sipicki added that the declining numbers are why the issue of literacy should be addressed at the forefront, and that in order to advance, the students must do the work, with hard data showing that growth is being accomplished. Education will solve our problems in our society on the back end, Sipicki said. This is an epidemic, and it hasn't happened overnight, but we are going to fix it in Tennessee, he said. The state's education system could also see a big change this year with Governor Bill Lee's proposed Education Freedom Scholarship Act, which would grant 20,000 school vouchers to qualifying low-income households with homeschool students or those wishing to attend private schools. However, part of the proposed bill could also grant 10,000 of the vouchers to students regardless of household income, with other concerns regarding a potential decrease in school funding. Most students are probably going to stay in public education if we pass a program like this, but we just want to give parents a choice to have the best education for their child, Senator Hensley said. Parents ultimately have that right, but ultimately, like any legislation, it will be debated, go through all the committees, and we'll just have to see what happens moving forward, he said. Representative Sipicki added that the House plans to allow private schools to decide whether they want to participate in the program or not if passed. He also proposed that participating schools would be required to send grades and test results to a third party who would assess the data from all scholarship recipients. The final data would then be submitted to the state for evaluation. We create a level of separation between the government and our private schools and give them the protection they need, Sapicki said. That information will then be disseminated to us in the House and Senate so we can track the academic progress of these kids going from a public to private school to make sure their academic progress is going in an upward trajectory, he said. For public schools, Representative Sipicki said he is pushing for legislation to limit testing in grades K-12 through to allow more time for teaching, which he said would free up almost 500 hours of instruction. There's a teacher who told me he gives his middle schoolers 15 tests a year. That's one every 11 days, Sipicki said. All we are doing is confirming for the multiple tests so that the kids don't have time to learn, and we are testing them and getting results that they don't know. You ask any teacher and they'll tell you one thing. If you give me the time to teach, I'll get them across the finish line. 
We are going to fight for what's best for Murray County, he said. Yesterday, Festive and Flair, a new boutique opened in South Main Street in the Columbia Arts District. Front Porch Radio's Del Kennedy attended the ribbon cutting and spoke to the proprietors of the brand new business. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm on South Main Street in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for Festive and Flair. I'm speaking with the proprietors. Gina and Tia. All right, Gina, tell us what this is all about. I am seeing the funkiest balloons I've ever seen in my life. Multiple balloons all tied together in colorful, crazy shapes. What's it all about? Yeah, so we're a balloon decor company. We help people celebrate all things birthday parties, corporate events, anything, really. We also now have this boutique here in downtown Columbia. We're just, well, we're technically the Arts District, which is a fun and upcoming area in Columbia. Um, But yeah, we have a boutique to come shop party stuff as well. Oh, wow. This is really cool. Now, Tia, tell us about how you get more information about Festive and Flair, uh, social media, website, that kind of thing. Okay, so you can follow us at, at Festive and Flair on Instagram and Facebook. And then our website is www.festiveandflare.net. Um, also at Shop Festive and Flair on Instagram is for our boutique side of it. And then the final place you can find us is at Floof and Flair, F L O O F. And that's our boutique cotton candy company. Oh, wow. Balloons, cotton candy, yeah. all sorts of fun things. All the now, Yeah. Jenna, tell us a little bit more about this boutique, though. These are a, a lot of handmade items, are they not? Yeah. So we actually pride ourselves in hand-making our headbands, and those are one of our most popular items. We also make some really fun Mule Town sweatshirts and soon Mule Town t-shirts since it's warming up a little bit. So we got to get everyone prepared for Mule Days coming up. And then we have a bunch of, like, just accessories. We have party wear plates, cups, napkins, a lot of just fun stuff. Fun stuff. That's the key. All right. Now, Tia, talk about your days and hours, please. Okay. So our we are open Thursday through Saturday, and it is 11 a.m. until 5 p.m., and we might be flexing hours a little bit depending on need. Okay. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio at the grand opening and ribbon cutting of Festive and Flair on South Main Street right here in Columbia, Tennessee. Been talking with Gina and Tia, the proprietors of Festive and Flair. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, good luck. Thank you. Murray Regional Medical Center has been named a surgical quality partner by the American College of Surgeons Commission on Cancer. The American College of Surgeons Commission on Cancer, or ACSCOC, is a consortium of professional organizations dedicated to improving survival and quality of life for patients with cancer by setting and raising standards. Murray Regional Medical Center received a three-year accreditation from the COC in 2022. Commission on Cancer Accreditation is granted to institutions committed to providing high-quality cancer care by demonstrating compliance with the COC standards. Each cancer program must undergo a rigorous evaluation and review of its performance and compliance with the COC standards. To maintain accreditation, cancer programs must undergo a site visit every three years. The COC accreditation standards apply the structure for providing all patients with a full range of diagnostic, treatment, and supportive services either on-site or by referral, including community-based resources. Murray Regional Hospital offers comprehensive cancer care at the Murray Regional Cancer Center located at the Columbia Mall. 
A dedicated team of physicians and clinical professionals utilize the most state-of-the-art equipment available to meet the needs of each individual patient. It is very rewarding to be named an ACS Surgical Quality Partner. It recognizes our commitment to providing comprehensive and compassionate care to our cancer patients, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. I'm proud of the work our team at the Cancer Center does to make sure our patients and our loved ones are expertly cared for in every step of their battle with cancer, he said. Being a surgical quality partner signifies an institution's dedication to consistently improving procedures and approaches while maintaining a critical eye on process at every step. The surgical quality partner designation lets patients know Murray Regional Medical Center is dedicated to quality and relentless self-improvement and has been verified or accredited by the ACS. Patients can trust that the care they receive at Surgical Quality Partner Hospitals adheres to the most rigorous standards in surgical quality. ACS quality programs are grounded in more than a century of experience and participation and in an important measure of a hospital's surgical quality. As an ACS Surgical Quality Partner, Murray Regional Medical Center has shown a commitment providing the best possible patient care, evaluating that care in a rigorous fashion, and dedicating themselves to continuous self-improvement, said ACS Executive Director and Chief Executive Officer, Dr. Patricia Turner. For more information about the cancer services offered at Murray Regional Health, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash cancer. Learn more about the COC accreditation program at www.facs.org. The organizers of Columbia's Mule Day celebration are marking the 50th anniversary of their involvement by creating a scholarship program that honors the blue-collar nature of Murray County's biggest event. The Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club has dedicated $7,500 in funding for scholarships for 2024, which will be awarded to students planning to pursue career and technical education, or CTE, or vocational training. The theme this year is 50 Years of Long Years. This is the 50th Mule Day since it was brought back in the early 70s, said Brady Carr, chairman of the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club. Mule Day is a blue-collar event, and we're paying homage to the unique contributions of the mule. They're known for hard work, strength, and intelligence, he said. Students can receive a maximum of $2,500 in scholarships, but awards will be based on need in an effort to make that $7,500 go as far as possible, Carr said. With a lot of these CTE programs, they may not need that whole amount because Tennessee Promise oftentimes pays the entire tuition. The issue is students sometimes may need to have the money for the tools and supplies that go along with this type of educational program, Carr said. We may end up impacting half a dozen or three. It just depends on the applicants and the amount of need, he said. Students will be able to use Mule Day scholarships to purchase books, tools, and other equipment that would be covered, not be covered by Tennessee Promise. Those interested in applying must be a Murray County resident or an active member of the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club and must exhibit financial need. Carr said those with less than perfect academic records are particularly encouraged to apply. Students who graduated within the last two years can also apply in the first year of the program, Carr noted. Maybe they got a GED or weren't top in their class. They can still qualify, he said. The Mule Day scholarships are only available for CTE or vocational training, not for post-secondary education. For 50 years, Mule Day has supported a number of charities, ranging from construction and site improvements at the Murray County Park to local schools and civic organizations. Carr said the Mule Day organizers see the scholarship program as an extension of their mission. 
Mule Day is a 501c3, and we donate money back into the community, Carr said. This is a whole new direction for us. The scholarships are funded by local sponsors for Mule Day, and businesses and individuals interested in sponsoring are encouraged to reach out to the Mule Day office. We have partnerships from $500 and up, so we have spots for anyone who want to get involved, Carr said. We want people to join us in this effort to make Murray County a better place. Applications are due by March 11th, and awards will be announced by April 1st. All awards will be paid directly to the Institution of Enrollment by the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club. For more information on applying for a scholarship or to become a sponsor, contact Brady Carr at muledayworks at gmail.com or call 931-224-1930. Information is also available at www.muleday.com forward slash works. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Betty Rose Frazier Mesmer, 90, died Friday, February 23rd at Life Care of Columbia after a long battle with Alzheimer's. Per her written wishes, she will not, there will not be a visitation or funeral at this time. Instead, she has requested a Christian graveside service and burial at the family's cemetery at Goose Pond Cemetery in Scottsboro, Alabama. Douglas John Tracy, 67, a member of First United Methodist Church in Columbia, died February 26 at his residence in Hampshire. The family will visit with friends on Saturday, March 2nd from 3 to 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Online condolences may be extended at www.oaksandnichols.com. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important. But we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours. And we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies today with a stray shower or a thunderstorm possible. The high will be 74 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect more cloudy skies with more showers and thunderstorms possible. The low will be 62 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
This is Debbie Matthews with the Nashville Realty Group. And if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough. But rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs. And I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment, Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669. 3, 2, 1. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Two men were taken into custody and arrested after 68 pounds of marijuana was discovered in two suitcases at Nashville International Airport last week. Investigators were running a luggage check on a Southwest flight from Burbank, California, when canine officer Havoc alerted officers to the smell of marijuana coming from luggage, according to court documents. Officers determined the suitcases belonged to Delonte Jackson, 27, of Washington, D.C., and Marcois Motley, 34, of Baltimore, Maryland. According to arrest documents, Jackson was taken into custody at Gate C-25, and Motley was found aboard the plane, which was bound for Washington, D.C. Both men consented to officers searching the luggage, during which multiple bundles of vacuum-sealed marijuana was found hidden inside Ozark Trail Walmart brand tent boxes, according to court documents. An estimated 45 pounds of marijuana was reportedly found in Jackson's luggage, while 23 pounds was found in Motley's. Jackson and Motley were booked into the Metro Jail and charged with felony drug possession. Both have been released on $7,000 bonds. U.S. Representative Mark Green is reconsidering his plans to retire from Congress less than two weeks after he announced he would not seek re-election this year. Green's office confirmed the congressman is reconsidering his decision, though it did not, he did not respond to a question regarding his timeline for making the decision. Punchbowl News first reported Green's potential change of heart on Monday. The outlet reported colleagues in the House and Tennessee delegation had encouraged him to rethink his decision. On February 14th, Green said it is time for me to return home after the House voted to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Green is currently chair of the House Homeland Security Committee. In the last few months, in reading the writings of our framers, I was reminded of their intent for representatives to be citizen legislators, to serve for a season and then return home, Green said. Our country and our Congress is broken beyond most means of repair. I've come to realize our fight is not here within Washington. Our fight is with Washington, he said. As I have done my entire life, I will continue serving this country, but in a new capacity. Green's retirement would leave the Republican primary in the 7th Congressional District wide open. Green had never faced primary challenge, has never faced a primary challenger for the seat, which now includes parts of Nashville and Davidson County after a controversial redistricting. Former Nashville Mayor Megan Berry, a Democrat, announced in December she would seek the Democratic nomination in the 7th Congressional District and challenge Green for the seat. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news. I'm sorry, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. And our final story, rock band Kings of Leon are kicking off 2024 with a host of announcements on social media. The band has announced their upcoming ninth full-length studio album, Can We Please Have Fun, on, out on May 10th. The lead single, Mustang, is available now. Kings of Leon also announced a 2024 world tour. The tour, produced by Live Nation in North America, will hit 26 cities across the U.S., stopping at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville on September 26th. Tickets will begin on sale Friday, March 1st at 10 a.m. You can find them at www.ticketmaster.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.